I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There are some intangibles that those projections failed to take into consideration. The crowd was going crazy. There's not much in life that's better than that. You're listening to Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys with Mark Willard and Joe Shasky on the 95.7 The Game Podcast Network. Well, hello. What's going on? It's Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys. That's Joe Shasky. I'm Mark Willard. And uh, a very special episode that we've been waiting to do, uh, quite frankly, which is... Uh, the Giants making an impact in the offseason. Uh, Joe, I know, especially because, uh, you know, you were out at 95-7 the game the day after this happened, so I feel like uh, the world has not gotten to hear enough from you yet about what you think about what has taken place. Well, look, I mean, I was devastated when they didn't land Aaron Judge, and I think the way it went down, the more that I've learned – as frustrated as I am with ownership and whatnot, I'm equally as frustrated with Aaron Judge, and that's for another day, another time, another place. But if you're going to be mean and frustrated and angry, you also have to praise the organization when they make a great move. To me, this is a great move. Like, I know it comes with risk. This is a guy with a big back injury, you know, list if you look at his last six, seven years. But this is also a tremendous ball player who is a grinder at the top of your lineup, who absolutely injects athleticism immediately into this team and with the no shift thing I think that's the number one like curiosity of what it's going to look like next year with the no shift how much do a lot of these line drive hitters tick up in batting average is he one of those guys you know what I mean because he's not a home run guy per se but is he one of those guys who maybe instead of 290 he's 310 315 because you can use more of the field is he a guy defensively who because of his access to range now becomes even more of a premium in free agency moving forward because you need to have range at various positions I love this move and I haven't even gotten to the leadership stuff what'd you think Mark well, I mean, you just talked about a lot of baseball stuff, which I think is, is, is all correct and, and how this just in an obvious way makes the Giants better. But the first thing that hit me with this deal is the emotional impact on the whole organization and its fan base. Uh, maybe I'll date myself a little bit here, but do you remember the movie The American President? Remember uh, the no. movie? Okay, so just like the, the, the super quick synopsis is Michael Douglas is playing – the president of the United States, and he's the incumbent as they go into the next election. And the next election, his counterpart is played by Richard Dreyfuss, and his name's Bob Rumson or Rump something, (laughs) whatever. And and Dreyfuss's character 
for the whole movie is just doing a negative campaign thing. Like he just bop, bop, yeah. bop. He's just hitting Michael Douglas and Michael's just trying to, we're going to take the high road and I'm going to tell you about my platform and I'm just going to, and his campaign staff is just begging him the whole movie. You got to fight back. Yes. You've got to fight back. You've got to say something. You've got to answer what is being done by your counterparts. And I thought of that the other day when the Giants, who it felt like have been sitting here getting punched mm-hmm. ever since Cody Bellinger's ball went into right center field at Oracle Park, the Padres have got four players making, you know, $300 million, and, uh, and the Giants are over here going, nope, you know, we, we believe we're just going to keep doing our thing. And it felt like that movie, and it was like, the whole movie changes when Michael Douglas finally comes out and goes, hey, listen, buddy, here's the deal. I'm fighting back. And the whole movie changes, and everyone lives happily ever after. And that's what I felt no. uh, when, when the, the, they fought back. Yes, It's like you got to have an answer for all of yes. this stuff. And they did. And, and it happens at a time where actually the Dodgers lost their $300 million shortstop. So what a hell of a one-two punch, man. Well, and I think on the heels of feeling so low of losing Aaron Judge, and basically I was under the impression we can't land free agents. Young, attractive free agents with swagger don't want to come here. And that hurt my soul. I mean, that really, like, Mark, as a Giants fan from this community, it hurt my soul. So I think the psychological aspect is absolutely huge. Like, I'm thinking about all the other things, like, they have not landed an international type player in free agency, at least at the high top end of the market in years, years. And this is an organization that's known for that. I mean, we've touted the Alou brothers all in the outfield simultaneously, you know, like finally we've got one of those guys who's the highest paid player. You can make an argument. He's the best shortstop in the national league. Now Trey Turner would throw his name in the hat. Now Bogarts is in San Diego. He'd throw his name in the hat, but You can't say that at any other position for the Giants, right? So this is an acquisition that's got layers to it. And then the other thing on the Latin part of it, which I think is very important. They've got an entire farm of young, impressionable international players that they've signed, drafted, developed. It's nice to have a guy who's been there, done it at the highest stage for these guys to look up to. Because I keep going, what's it going to look like for Luciano Ramos to be the and Matos to be the head of this organization? Yeah. Now they don't have to do that. Yeah. And I just yeah. feel like their assimilation process is better when you have a guy that they're going to look up to. I think it's a great point. Um, and like the, the, and that's what I mean by the trickle down. Like yeah. the, 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 what this means is a very layered conversation. It's not as simple as they got a baseball player. Yes. It's, it's not that simple. And I know a lot of people see the numbers and they get freaked out, but the bottom line is they got a baseball player for $26.9 million per year that's not a back-breaking figure. No. The number of years is actually done by the Giants to stretch it out a little bit because it helps them remain below the competitive balance tax. That's actually a strategic move that the Giants made here. And uh, so the fact that Correa worked with him on that, he's probably not going to be the shortstop when he's 41. No. And who cares? No, that's, that's not even the point. It changes things emotionally. It changes things for the farm system. It puts – you know, you actually have a middle of the order. And that's the other thing that I wanted to talk about. The Giants, mm. the, the Mets are getting all this pub for this ridiculous offseason. The Giants are number one in dollars committed 
this offseason. Number one. Mm-hmm. Now, in all of baseball, the Mets are number two by $1 million. Wow. Now, the Mets are over the tax, though. So their payroll is actually pushing a half billion dollars. The Giants are not. They still got all kinds of space. So um, the commitment, this is what I felt. They, whether they said it with these words or not, they went into this offseason yeah. and made a promise. And they kept it. That is massive to me. Yes. They kept their promise and... The other deals they signed, didn't they suddenly look better? <laughs> like if you if you're like, oh, we promised you Judge and we gave you Mitch Haniger, you're like, oh, come on. But if you're like, no, 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 we got Correa, exactly. And then I'm like, and Mitch Haniger, like that's a that it's a completely yep. different tone set around all the other Jock Peterson too, all the other signings. If you were to just do position players, position players alone, because you know pitchers can dilute this. He's a top twenty-five player in baseball. That's who Correa is. I mean, he he mm. is one of those kind of guys. And maybe I'm, I'm top being fifteen. Too, yeah, exactly. 15. Yeah. Maybe I'm being too generous. Mitch Haniger now looks amazing, and I felt so bad for him because we're crushed. I'm like <laughs> Mitch Haniger good like right. that's the crazy thing he's right. a good player i know he got hurt he is a stud the giants need this here's the other element and you're talking about just like on the field and things like that i think that i obsess about right-handed power and home runs and and we all do but if you really look between the numbers here when it comes to the Giants' success gap hitting actually plays really well in our ballpark. Melky Cabrera, and I know he was on steroids, had a monster year not hitting the ball out of the ballpark, hitting gaps. And that's where, like, the no-shift thing with Correa, I'm fascinated to see how it plays out. And I just think you got a top-of-the-order grinder who's going to see pitches. And, like, we really didn't have those traditional one, two, three hitters. So it's nice to have a couple guys. And Hanniger is a bopper in the middle of the order. Like, it all makes more sense now. Got to be healthy, obviously. I know there's all those questions with Hanniger, but when he plays north of 120 games, he hits north of 25 home runs. Exactly. And and so throughout, it feels like for 20 years at Oracle Park, whenever they've got somebody, and, and maybe Bonds is the only one, I don't know, but they, you know, it's easier to hit home runs as a right handed hitter. I mean, Rich Aurelia is the last one I can remember who as a right-handed hitter had this, this massive season. And I feel like the Giants, even during the Farhan era, they've been talking about right-handed power ever since, and they've yeah. just never really had it. Jeff Kent uh, did some things. Aurelia, had a, we're, a we're going back, yeah, we're going back 20 years. Yeah. Buster Posey wasn't no. a power hitter. I don't see him as a power no, hitter. No, He's a great no. hitter. Yes, a great You know, like it, it was Bonds, and I think they've always been looking for this. And so – They've really got, um, they really got some right-handed jammers now in, in the middle of the lineup. I'm not sure that they're 100 percent done. I do think one more outfielder who's really got a glove would be interesting. I think that the bullpen still could use some help, but outside of that, you know, there are certain positions where they're going to go every day, and there are certain positions like first base that might be a little bit of a grab bag. But I don't hate some of the options no. that are over there in, in Wilmer Flores and J.D. Davis. I personally believe right now, even if free – and it's not over, but even if free agency stopped right now, they don't make any – I think they're a better baseball team heading into the year. That's what I believe to my core, right? And I like Longoria. He did some great things for this team. He's just I – couldn't, I couldn't rely on him anymore. Brandon Belt's had his moments. We all agree. 
It's a better lineup. I don't know about the rotation, losing well, Rodon, but it's a better lineup. I'll agree with you. Good distinction. Good distinction. Yeah. But, like, the point being is I feel like I'm looking at the infield and it makes more sense now, especially if yep. you're a little worried about second base defensively. Well, at least that left side of the, of the infield is going to be locked down. Yeah, absolutely. However, that does lead us to the very, very big question, which we will address in just moments. This is Garlic Fries and Baseball, guys. Mark Willard, Joe Shasky. Make sure you are rating, reviewing, subscribing so that you do not miss an episode. Let all your friends and family know as we go into a brand new giant season and a totally new vibe. This is the place to get all of, uh, of your reaction and discussion. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Okay, so the infield makes sense. Make it make sense for some people because what's Brandon Crawford do now? Well, so I think this is a fascinating question. First, let's start here. If Crawford plays, another, which I believe he will, plays another position, that does not tarnish what he's done for this organization. His place and his legacy is cemented. Now, could someone down the line be, you know, become an all-world player and go to the Hall of Fame and, and, and knock him to the number two spot? Yeah, sure. That, maybe it's Correa. I don't know. Like I'm hoping it is. But like what he did winning two World Series, being the heartbeat of this team in the middle of the diamond for a decade, that doesn't go away because you play a season or maybe part of a season at third base or at second base. If anything, I'm going to look at you in more of a light and say, this guy wants to win. Like This is one of the carryovers from the golden dynasty that the Giants had who will do anything it takes to win. And I think that he can endear himself not only to the fan base because he's already done that, but just to like the new guys in that clubhouse. Yeah, I'll lock down third base. I know I could still play there. I watched Omar Vizquel go to second. I watched Ryan Sandberg switch positions. Craig Biggio famously played three different positions. A-Rod, did, I don't think we gave enough credit to A-Rod to slide over. You're telling me Crawford, who's still a proficient shortstop, can't move to third and have great success with that arm? Not, I think not, it's a win-win. Not only do I think he can, I think he will. I do think that, that plan A for the Giants is they're going to move Brandon Crawford to be okay. the most of the time third baseman. Uh, they, they, they are very, very versatile. When there's a tough lefty that they don't want Brandon to face, you've got options like yep. Flores or Davis or VR. Don't forget about yeah, David right. VR, who's in this mix as well. And so I think they're, they're ready to do that. I do also wonder – uh, how versatile Brandon will be or how much moving around he will do because not only will he be the most of the time third baseman, he obviously flanks Correa when he needs a day off or if there's a little nagging injury and therefore you still have an elite level shortstop. But is he also a, a platoon option with Estrada 
at second base Agreed. because you bring up the shift. One thing I really wonder about, I think with the, the, the elimination of the shift, I think that's also the elimination of Wilmer Flores at second base. I don't think you can put him there. I don't think Listella is going to be on this team because if his legs tell him that he can't play in the field, his bat certainly tells him that he can't be the DH. The Giants have already made it very clear. Their left-handed DH goes by the name of Jock Peterson. So if Listella cannot play second base, I think he's off this team. And I wonder if Crawford could be over there. And and you make a really good point about him endearing himself. Yes, he's already done it. He's a forever Giant. We'll never not love him. But, but how – almost sympathetic of a figure is he this year because i know he's bummed i know he wanted to play shortstop and so i just think there's going to be ovations all around for whatever brandon's able to do this year especially if it's at multiple positions well and if he's looking at this from like the you know the big zoomed out view you could actually tack on a couple extra years of your career if you want to be super platoon guy now i don't know if that's in the cards for him he's got a big family who knows what he wants to do but like again i use omar vizquel as a reference one of the greatest defensive shortstops i've ever seen in my life and then he stuck around for another four or five more years and played second base you know because he loved the game so much so i'm with you there's enough in Inventory. We've seen this, guys. Like 162 is a grind. And oh. when you give someone 13 years, I don't think I need to run him into the ground year one. You know, this is about well, having the right perspective. And, and the DH being a, yes. uh, an option for all of the names that we're talking about. I mean, think about it now. How many years has Wilmer Flores played for the Giants? What year are we going into? Uh, I think this, this is the third year, and this will be four coming up because I think okay. he signed a three, I think a three year deal. So 20, uh, 21, 22. Right. So Flores has been around now for, especially with this regime, that's being around for a while. <laughs> yeah, he's it's a they, Right? They turn and burn. They have signed this guy, and if you go, okay, you signed him to be your fill-in-the-blank. I don't even know what the hell you put there. Yeah. I don't know what they signed. Did they sign him to be a first baseman, a second baseman, a third baseman? They had him before the DH even existed. Yeah. All I know is he's in the lineup every day. Yeah. He's there because of what you just said, the inventory. So if Brandon can move around successfully, it gives the Giants something I know they love which is a Swiss Army knife feel to the entire infield. There's one standard. Correa is at short. Yes. There is an extension, if you will. I guess Tyro Estrada is your second baseman for the most part, but you've got all these different things that you can do to play the matchups, and uh, and we know the Giants will always love to do that, and I think there's something to be said for it still. Um, and, and so – you know, that's the other thing the Correa signing does is it's going to allow the Giants to play their brand of baseball without being ripped for it uh, because it's like they didn't have any position players who you could rely on every day, and, and now they do. Well, and, and, like, who knows what ends up happening with Estrada? Maybe the shift makes him unplayable at second. I don't know. Like, I, I legitimately don't know. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. 
It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We will, we will find out. But what this does for Luciano, I think, is actually even more fascinating. This gives them some versatility with him. He doesn't have to play shortstop if he's a bigger body guy. Maybe yeah. he moves to third or right field because you've heard those whispers. I, I, I'm glad you brought this up because I can't tell you how many people have come up to me. And I think they think it's so fun because I love how into this Giants fans are. There's so many fans who saw this and they're, they're like, ooh, I've got my – okay, I've got my take now. This means the Giants are going to trade Luciano and make oh. another big deal. Luciano was no longer – this has been true for a little while now. He was not tracking to be their shortstop. No. Carlos Correa's got – way more to do with Brandon Crawford than he does Marco yes. Luciano. I don't know if Luciano's at third. I actually don't even think that. I think we reached a point or they reached a point probably very early in this year where Luciano body size and the bat ability is tracking toward being the, what I would hope this is what, here's my hope. Okay. Marco Luciano is your opening day, 2024 left fielder especially because we've had this really fun left field opening day thing. Thank you. It's been going on since Bonds, and we're probably going to – I don't know who it's going to be this year, maybe Hanniger. So we're going to have another new one. But there, that's, that's, that's what I would like to ink in right now. Marco Luciano, left field, 2024, and hold it down for a decade. That would be my dream. Mark, at the minimum, there's so many more flexible options than they had just six weeks ago. And like that to me is the most encouraging thing. The job of the GM obviously is to make the roster better. And I feel like he really has improved the roster as as emotional as I was, as we all were over Aaron Judge. And it's great. Like, don't get me wrong. It's great. That comes with risk, too. You know, and and he's going to age and, and he's no sure thing. If we're being smart about this and we take a step back, this two three pronged approach I think it's really going to work. And here's the other thing about why I love uh, Correa that I haven't even touched on. Apparently, he has embraced the ethos of the organization, which is analytics and data. And he is one of the very few people um, in baseball who will go to younger guys in the clubhouse and say, this is what I'm seeing and what they're showing me. And here's how I want to utilize this. And I think you should, too. That's extremely important for me. I think that you've you've heard the word leadership when it comes to Correa and 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 here in the Bay Area, there's no way he's never even played a game in the National League. So we have no idea to know exactly what that means. But here's what I would submit to everybody. Um, because the only thing that you really, really know about Correa is A, he's good, and B, the Dodgers hate him because he's a cheater, right? From the whole scandal, which I think is another great thing for this <laughs> yeah. rivalry. But here's how you should look at it, in my opinion. Yeah. Who finished in second for Carlos Correa? It was the team that just had him. That should tell everybody something. They had him for a year. They point. know him. They watched every little move that he made. And in Minnesota, United States, decided to come up with almost $300 million to try to keep him. That's how bad the team who had him wanted him. And you don't do that just for a 290 average and 23 yeah. home runs. You do that because you like totally believe in the person, yep. the player, the teammate, the everything. 
I, that to me is very exciting when you think about the guy that the Giants just got. I love that. That's a great point. I mean, that really is because how many times oh, oh we let him walk like that to me is like, well, why why'd you let him walk? What's going yeah. on here? Now we found out with the Astros, it's because they had some shortstop who's as talented as Correa, who's 23 years old, who also won basically the World Series MVP. Yep. But that's notwithstanding the Dodger part. I mean, that's just just the cherry on top. I love that the Dodger fans hate him. I I can I can already you can hear the booze. (laughs) You can hear them. You can hear him at his first trip to Dodger Stadium this year. And I just want to inject it into my bag. Me too. Me too. I'm really excited. Look, I, I, I want to make sure that this is very clear. As frustrated as Giants fans get with ownership, leadership, the GM and everything. It was good to see Giants fans rally behind something this big and this positive because we needed this. I think you you hit yep. it on earlier. The soul needed this, and I love seeing Giants fans happy. Like it was, it felt like a big time win for Giants fans' souls. I, I I hate a negotiating position where you need something rather than want it, but it felt like they needed it. Yeah, but they did it. They did it. I mean, yeah. I, I I had said a couple of times after the Judge experience, look, they can still save this. But, but it starts with signing Correa, and then we'll go from there. And they did it. They did it. So to whoever was involved and to everybody who was involved, um, you know, they did a great job. They did a great job. They got it done, and, uh, and it changes the entire outlook for Giants baseball going forward this year and beyond. Um, all right. Uh, we'll keep it rocking right here. We look forward to talking to you again very, very soon. Rate, review, subscribe. For Joe Shasky, Mark Willard on Garlic Fries and Baseball, guys.